This is the Branches Podcast. We try to keep it simple in this family of faith. Love God and love people. Let's not make it harder than Jesus intended. If you'd like to know more about our community of faith, you can visit us at branchesoc.com. So we're continuing and finishing up talking about witnessing. Um, when I think of that in the Christian faith, it makes me nauseous. Part of the reason why it makes me nauseous is because I think I'm supposed to try to persuade someone. But as we discussed a couple weeks ago, that is not what witnessing is. Witnessing is simple. It's just telling a true story. It's telling a story you've seen or you've experienced. That's what it is to be a witness. And so we, I gave you guys a dangerous prayer, and I prayed it myself, saying, Lord, please give me an opportunity to be a witness. And sure enough, that's what happened. So uh, this past weekend, I went to go visit one of my best friends. It was his 50th birthday party, and we all got together at his house. And um, we played uh, sports the day, that day, and it was so painful because my body's really not ready for that much activity. Two hours of sweating, and I was exhausted. And so I went to go downstairs to, um, cause we were staying in a little room that he has downstairs at his house with this, uh, to use the lacrosse ball to work out all the muscle fatigue. And as I'm coming downstairs and going outside to get to that room there, you know, it was a huge party cause everyone was there. There's probably 50, 60 people. And right as I'm about to go in to relieve this pain by releasing those muscles, uh, there's two people there. I didn't really know them that well, but, uh, the, the woman asked, her name's Emily. She said, so how's your pain? And she wasn't talking about that pain. She I'm on another pain I had. Um, so I explained that to her. It was talking about kidney stones, really exciting stuff. And she was talking to a friend of hers, another guy that was there. And I had played sports with him that whole day. And so then the conversation started moving and they started asking me questions about stories that they had heard about me. One was the kidney stone. And then we moved into the talking about a lung transplant. And so as we discussed my lung transplant, they would just wanted to hear more. And so what did I do? I just shared true story. I shared what had happened, but I also couldn't, I could not keep out what I had seen God do through this process. I couldn't keep out the reality that God had miraculously stepped in, that he'd also given me time alone with him where I was in the presence of God. So all I was doing was witnessing, sharing a true story that I had seen and experienced. I wasn't trying to persuade them of anything, but I could tell that as I was sharing the story that God was doing something. I could see it in their eyes. Their eyes just got really big. I'm like, why aren't they blinking? Um, and then they started asking more questions. And here's the thing about being a witness, about sharing our faith. I'm just sharing a story, but my faith is part of that story. I have this faith because of stories, because of what I've experienced. And as I'm sharing this, I can see incrementally they're asking questions about their own faith. They didn't ask me. I didn't say, hey, do you want to pray and you know, make a decision to follow Jesus right here on the spot? It wasn't 
It wasn't appropriate. It didn't seem right. Not that I didn't, wasn't open to it, but it didn't seem like they were ready for that. And we, when we talk about sharing our faith and being a witness, why don't we just cool our jets a little bit? Let's let it be incremental. And as we look at what it means to witness, a couple weeks ago we talked about the how, but why? Like, why should I share that with them? I'm a pretty private person. Why even open those doors? Why even give them the opportunity to ask those questions? And to be honest with you, it was really inconvenient because I was in a lot of pain. <laughs> and it would have been easy to go, can I talk to you about this later? So why? Why do it? There's only one reason that I think there is a reason. There's only one reason for us to witness. And so I want us to look at that why from God's pattern of how he's done things from the very beginning of history. And so let's look at some scriptures. Let's look at some moments in scripture where we see that witnessing is really just telling stories that are true. But why are these stories being shared? So we look here at Moses. Moses is brought up into the presence of God and he's given these these commandments and he writes them on stones as we talked about before these stones are a witness why bring those down the hill why share them with everybody else yes God commanded him to share these but what was his motivation what's the why love it was not convenient as we look at Moses life he led a life of inconvenience by loving God and loving the people of Israel. If we look at the Exodus, the Exodus itself is an act of love. It's setting God's people free. It's, it's making justice real here on earth. And when it talks about the Exodus, God says to the people of Israel, you yourselves have seen, and once you've seen, then you can be a witness. You've seen what I did to the Egyptians and how I bore you on eagles' wings and brought you to myself. God is witnessing and saying, hey, you're a witness because you've seen what's happened. You know the true story. Now you have a story to share. Uh, the prophets, they were to witness and to warn because God had shared with them. Talk about inconvenient. Talk about not fitting into their daily schedule. Talk about not being comfortable. The prophets were killed for sharing their stories of what God had told them, what they had seen with their own eyes and heard with their own ears in the presence of God. Jesus says that he came as the primary witness. He says here in John 10, I told you and you don't believe. The works that I do in my Father's name bear witness about me. So he's... His actions, what he's doing, that is a, those are witnesses of love. Whether they're received or not, they come from a place of love for the purpose of love, which means when we talk about love, it's to put the interest of others above your own. We see here that um, Jesus says that he came to set us free with the truth. He's talking to Pilate and Pilate says to him, so you're a king? And Jesus answers with this. 
You say that I'm a king, and for this purpose I was born, and for this purpose I have come into the world. To bear witness to the truth. Everyone who is of the truth listens to my voice. Love. Talk about not being convenient. He's in front of Pilate, being persecuted, getting set up to be killed, to be crucified. And then as we see here in Acts 1.8, the people of God, we are supposed to be witnesses. And when we do this, we need to do this in the same pattern that God has done. He does it out of love and for love. But you, Jesus says, will receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you. And you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the end of the earth. So the why of witnessing is love. Love of God and love of others. I am so grateful for what God has done in my life. Not just in the story I shared with Emily and Ken, but in so many others. And when someone wants to ask of those, whether it's convenient or not, or those times when I know it's time to share a story, then I'm going to share it. That doesn't mean when we enter a group of people, we're the ones that are talking all the time. Oh, let me tell you this. Let me t you know who I'm talking about, right? <laughs> the person that shows up and just won't stop talking about themselves and what they've seen and what they've experienced about anything. That's not what we're talking about here. When there's an opening to love someone else, to give them something that they're inviting you into, and it seems as if the door is open and you're supposed to walk through it. That's the Holy Spirit nudging you to share a true story. But if we don't do it from love, if when we pray, Lord, give me an opportunity to be your witness, and then we start going on our own and not waiting for him to lead us, well, this is what it looks like. This is what Paul says it looks like when we do it and it's not from love. Paul says, if I speak with human eloquence and angelic ecstasy, but don't love, I'm nothing but the creaking of a rusty gate. If I speak God's word with power, revealing all his mysteries and making everything plain as day. And if I have faith that says to a mountain, jump, and it jumps, but I don't have love, I'm nothing. If I give everything I own to the poor and even go to the stake to be burned as a martyr, but I don't love, I've gotten nowhere. So no matter what I say, what I believe, and what I do, I'm bankrupt without love. We as a people, the people of God, and once you make a decision to hand your life over to the Creator, to trust in Jesus as the Son of God, as our Savior, when you do that, you are entering, you're being grafted in to a part of a legacy of love. And we, as part of that legacy, are not afraid. We're not ashamed because we know it is from love and for love that we do it. The truth is we can never fail when we choose to do something from love. So I ask again, that you'd pray and consider 
coming before God and saying, God, please give me the opportunity to share true stories of what you have done in my life and make it clear to me so that I'm walking as your ambassador and not going off on my own. May the Lord bless you.